welcome to Differing Neurotypes, the show that details the ways one neurodivergent person tries to make their life a little easier in a neurotypical world while not harming their brain or their soul. I'm your host, Claire McDonough, and today we're going to talk about focusing with different types of auditory stimulation. We'll discuss five types of auditory stimulation and the effect that they have for me personally. Alright, the first type of auditory stimulation we'll discuss is classical music. Now, there's a number of pros for this for me, which include there's no words that can distract me and pull my brain off of what I'm doing. I specifically love listening to video game music because it is intended to keep your brain engaged in a very specific task. Uh, The music is designed so that you stay focused on the game, but it works with school tasks as well, which is really, really helpful. Now, there's a couple cons too. If I have lyrics stuck in my head on a loop, The classical music isn't effective in overriding it because there's no lyrics to replace the ones already stuck. And sometimes it can be kind of boring, which means it won't be as engaging as I want it to be and as stimulatory, that's the word. I don't find the video game music to be very boring though, so that's more usable than just plain classical music for me. The biggest con with the video game music is that sometimes they have weird chants or things in made-up languages in the background, and my brain will try to decipher what it's saying, which distracts me from the task at hand. Okay, so classical music for me works best when I'm writing, like an essay, or even just writing stories or something. If I'm reading, if I'm having a hard time staying on task, the video game music is really helpful. And tests... It's very good for tests because it's less distracting and you're less likely to get sidetracked, but it is still adding that extra layer of sound and blocking out other household sounds that might be more distracting. The next type of auditory stimulation is lyrical music. So, the main pros for this are it's the most engaging out of the music I could be listening to, and it often boosts my mood. I enjoy getting to sing along, and I enjoy listening to artists I'm a fan of or cast albums I've been wanting to listen to, and so it is a nice mood booster. The main cons with this are that it's easy to get sucked into singing, um, which obviously pulls me off track if I get too into the song or whatever. Uh, Sometimes it'll cause me to write the lyric I just heard instead of the sentence that I'm trying to put into notes, which screws me up. Uh, So it's really bad if you're trying to write like an essay. Um, You also, it'll sometimes screw with the words I'm reading and I'll think I'm reading the lyrics even though I'm not. So that tends to be a little bit problematic. For me, lyrical music is best when I'm doing math because it won't cross languages. Sometimes doing science, I can listen to lyrical music too and it won't screw up my notes too much. Uh, If my mood or my motivation is down, if I'm struggling to be able to sit down and get my work done, this can help make the work more tolerable and sometimes if I'm working on electives, specifically web design, if I'm coding, I can typically listen to lyrical music because, again, I'm kind of speaking a different language in coding.
of auditory stimulation that I use is podcasts. Now, this has, again, a number of pros. Um, podcasts can be really interesting, and it's fun to learn extra things, and some voices can be very soothing and calming to listen to, which is very helpful if you're stressed. Listening to a podcast for me, though, can lower the retention of the item I'm actually trying to learn and increase the retention of the podcast information, meaning that the podcast's content is accidentally taking priority over what I'm actually supposed to be working on. Uh, sometimes it can be distracting to hear different words than what you're reading, which can screw with taking notes. Personally, listening to a podcast for me is best if the music isn't providing enough stimulation, then podcasts are really good to listen to. Uh, if it's just not calming and quieting my brain down enough, then I can do a podcast instead. I don't personally honestly listen to them a ton, but it's also really good to, I like listening to podcasts when I'm playing a game or I'm doing something more recreational if I'm working on a separate project, entering data for a college's chart I'm working on, stuff like that is, podcasts are very good for that. The fourth auditory stimulation item that I use is listening to TV shows or YouTube videos. Now, the pros to this are that they can be really interesting, and sometimes shows or videos that you've watched over and over again can be very comforting, and again, some voices can be very calming, which is very nice. I have some TV shows that I've watched enough that I don't have to look at the screen to know exactly what's happening in that moment. And those shows are also very comfortable and comforting because they're predictable and I know what's going to happen. The cons to this are th that sometimes they can be too interesting and draw your attention away from the task. The screen has to be on, especially for YouTube videos. Sometimes you can play Netflix videos without, but a lot of times you do have to have the screen on, which can draw attention away from the task because you see the movement out of the corner of your eye and they're not great for building concentration which means that for someone who already struggles with concentration, it's not very helpful. And it can honestly just be detrimental. For me, having a Netflix TV show video or a YouTube video playing in the background can be helpful and best for recreational activities or super, super low-key assignments. Like I have unit overviews for my web design class where I'm just copying the objectives and vocab that I'm going to be learning and so I'm not actually learning anything I'm just doing menial task the menial task of copying the data over All right, the fifth and final auditory stimulation that I will be discussing is probably my favorite, which is white noise. The pros of white noise are that it's not very distracting. There's a lot of variety. You can find a lot of really interesting, very immersive ones. I know there's some good house common room ones from the Harry Potter series. I've found ones of like airports or coffee shops, which are really nice. And it blocks out natural house sounds that can be distracting, like if you hear a sink drip or 
light buzzing and that can be really distracting and really annoying. So this is a good natural way to drown that out. The problems are that it doesn't always just drown out distracting thoughts. To be effective, it often requires both headphones in, which means it's hard to get your attention again from someone outside trying to get your attention. So it, that can be kind of tough. For me, white noise is best on days when my brain is a little bit calmer, there's less chaos happening, I've got less tabs open for the with using the computer metaphor, or days when external input is super distracting. So if music is too much, even just video game music is too much, then white noise is really helpful. And it's really good if I have to do intense reading, like reading older English books or Reading historical documents for history can sometimes for me be really hard, and so it's very good to not pull focus but allow external stimuli to still be helping me focus. Alright, to recap today's episodes, we've discussed how different auditory inputs and stimuli are good for different things, and you really have to figure out what works best for you and what works best when for yourself. So this was just my personal opinion, but I hope you found it informative or interesting. Now, this is your friendly reminder, take the time to experiment and find out what stimuli work best for you for different scenarios. A reminder that these are just my ways, but they might be able to help you too. Thank you for tuning in to Differing Neurotypes, Episode 5, titled Sensory Stimulation, Auditory Edition.